Bodybuilding Babble with Ian Hedek, only on serious and silliness bodybuilding. Stay tuned because Fuad Abiyad is in hot water with Andrew Jack and Chris Cormier. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Ian, got a lot of gossip going on, man. What's happening? Yeah, we do. So you already you already hit the nail on the head with the Fuad. Fuad got two people he going after. So you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently, so yeah, you know. right, right, right. I know. So why don't you give the uh, well? The first story was was him and Chris Cormier. So why don't you give why don't you give that backstory? So the backstory was they were on a podcast and they were talking about it was Sam. It like he was Samson, Paul. And right. I think it was, it was James James Holland Shield. Was it Holland said? I think it Holland was. Said? Okay, well, go ahead. You know, and they were talking about uh, a lot of the more they say more of the white bodybuilders trained like Dorian Yates, mm-hmm. more of the you know have lift very heavy and whatnot. Our black bodybuilders did it, and I'm like, well, there's a few who did. We all know, but it doesn't. Yeah, he said that. He said he said black bodybuilders are more volume based, right. where white volume is all, all heavyweight, low volume based. That's what he was trying to say. For where Chris Correa said it afterwards, I was like, yeah, no, it was a little, it was a little. Well, you know, that's that's who his. Cares? Yeah. Well, the thing is, all right, a couple of things. That's his opinion, and if that's his observation and that's his opinion, it doesn't mean that it's racist. Okay, uh, he. Well, I was thinking about it a little bit, and of course, I was thinking. I, I understood what he was saying. He was basically saying, uh, black bodybuilders have these tremendous genetics where they have these round muscle bellies, and they don't have to train as hard, kill themselves with the with the heavy weight. But that doesn't mean that black bodybuilders aren't strong or don't move heavyweight. So of course Johnny Jackson moved heavyweight and Ronnie Coleman moved heavyweight. And Chris Cormier himself moved heavyweight. Um but when you watch like a Sean Roden, a Dexter Jackson, a Phil Heath, it's more very methodical and uh you know high volume and everything at the it's the movement is the stress itself. This the mind muscle connection is more of the stress. And when you watch guys like a Branch Warren or or Dorian Yates, you know, uh they're basically going nuts. Now, do I agree with his opinion? I don't agree. My opinion is that every bodybuilder basically needs to lift heavy with high volume. Right. Right. Uh, but just because he makes an observation between the difference between a black athlete and a white athlete doesn't make you racist. But the one thing was he was saying it was like, like Chris Cormier was like, oh, Samson, say something. Why? You can't say that because who has your boss? Yeah, that's, and I'm that's like, what the has to do anything? Yeah. yeah, Chris 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 Cormier said that uh you know he he basically missaid everything Fuad said. He he said that and he had Johnny Jackson and and Dennis and Dennis uh Dennis James was Dennis was James and, and and they but nobody had saw what Fuad said, so they were all relying on Chris Cormier. So Johnny Jackson was like, what? And of course, you know, everybody knows Johnny Jackson was a beast back in the day. He was literally one of the strong, he was the strongest bodybuilder, one of the strongest deadlifters in the world at the time. You Correct. Know? You know, um, but it was just blown out of proportion. 
And but then uh, here's the funny thing: Fuad went to say, Fuad told Dennis James, he says, "Watch the clip what I said." Right there, you go. There and then what he said, he goes, "There's nothing racist. You said anything about it." <laughs> it's the truth. He didn't say anything racist. Look, it, in this in this country, it's become to the point where if if you make a simple observation about a certain culture, it's it's become taboo to make a generalized statement and the truth is certain certain cultures certain ethnicities have generalizations it's it it happens to be true otherwise you wouldn't be able to study psychology you wouldn't be able to study sociology right there are differences in the dominican culture as opposed to the italian culture right i mean and to generalize those differences doesn't make you racist it makes you observant you know so what i what i took from did I agree with Fuad's assessment? No, I, I I always thought that it was always should have been heavyweight with high volume, right? But right. what he said didn't strike me as being racist. You know, I mean, look, if I say Asian people are great at mathematics, but I say Chinese people are great at mathematics, that's a generalization, but that's a, a good thing. So nobody would say I was racist, right? Because right? you're generalizing a good point. But then if I say Hispanic women have too many children out of wedlock, you would say, well, that's racist because it's a it's a bad point. But is it true? And they said, you <laughs> say something negative. You, they said, well, you say something racist, it has to be negative. You're never going to say something racist positive. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. So it's it's is it true? Do, Hispan do Hispanic women have, have children out of wedlock? Yeah. It's kind of part of the culture. They usually have children at 15, 16, 17 and get married later on. That's generally how, you know, the Hispanic, not every, you know, Hispanic culture, Dominican, the, you know. Uh, watch, watch, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Uh, you know, well, they, might, they might jump on you down. You it, it, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's that's the difference, right? That's that's what happens. So if you go ahead and say, you know, like, um, you know, Italian people can't talk without using their hands. I would agree with that because I'm always using my fucking hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's something that exists. You see that, but you see that in the culture. You just go, yeah, yeah, right. And uh, so it's everybody just has become so. Um, and then sensitive? another thing, everybody's everybody's become so sensitive, and everybody to you know, like watches a little clip and then blows doesn't watch the whole thing and blows it up, you know, and. It's just like uh, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate, but it's true. And to, again, do I agree with what? No, I think every bodybuilder should train heavyweight with high volume, and I think heavyweight is relevant to the bodybuilder. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, Ronnie Coleman could squat eight hundred pounds for five plates, but for five reps, right, or or six hundred pounds for ten reps, whatever the case may be. But Dexter Jackson would squat four plates, four or five for multiple reps. That was heavy for him, and that was high volume for him. Every, every you know, it's all a little bit different. But I don't think it was racist. I, I don't know. What am I, I doing? You know. You know, oh, you know what? I forgot to mention. You know, um, this is breaking news. You know, Seabomb's got an energy drink coming out. Oh Jesus! Really? I kid you not. Well, you know, that guy is so marketable and people love him so much that he might as well strike while the iron's hot. You know, he might as well. And um, because and every I, kid... And I, believe, and I believe the name is going to be called Bum Energy. That's pretty good. Look, man, 
you got to strike while the iron's hot. He is the number one guy in bodybuilding, period. Be, every young guy knows who he is in the gym. They don't know who Heidi Chopin is. They don't know who Big Ramy is. They don't even know who came in number two at the Classic Physique Olympia, but they know Bumstead. So strike while the iron's hot. If after you retire, people might not be as interested. So go right ahead. You know people are going to buy it. You might as well, man. And his event is this weekend, too. Oh, that's right. In Texas, right. The $200 job, right? Not that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a little too much for my, for my taste. But And then, to make matters worse, Chris Psycho Lewis, Chris Aceto, went on RX Muscle and talked about Andrew Jacked. And they were talking about which, his progress. Which they're supposed to, because that's their guy. Right, 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 right. Um, and then Chris Cycle Lewis said that there was a podcast or a YouTube channel, bodybuilding YouTube channel. And he said, basically generalized and said the bros. So there's only one bro chat, right? And that's Fuad. Um, doesn't necessarily, that means that has to be it, uh, you know. But odds are, when you say bros, you mean bro chat. Uh-huh. Saying that. Andrew Jack will never get striations in his hamstrings. He'll never have lines and so on and so forth. And apparently nobody on BroChat ever said anything like that ever. <laughs> All they compared him is to what you, everybody's placed him is so high against like when he was at the Olympia. Right. Everybody plays like you made this guy almost beyond figurehead. Yeah. And you're going against these guys. Can he win the Arnold? He probably could. Yeah, I know. I know because, like Ian Valier said, from the front, it looks like Abel. He's number one, and Abel says has never trained before in life. Right, 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 right. But when you turn around from the back, it's That's, a different story. Right, 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 right. I do. I think that he's going to make major improvements from the Olympia to the Arnold. I do because I believe Andrew Jack is a special bodybuilder. Right, uh, he is. A normal bodybuilder doesn't turn pro, win two pro shows, and and place eighth at the Olympia in one year. That doesn't happen unless you're special, right? That that unless you're a very special person like a Nick Walker or you know a Flex Wheeler or you know you got Dor- Dorian. Unless you're a very special bodybuilder, so do I think if he puts himself in the hands of somebody like Psycho Lewis and Chris Aceto, can he make those uh, improvements? Yes, I think he can. Now we'll we'll see what happens because he doesn't he, he doesn't put any uh pictures up or anything like that any updates and if he does it's basically just kind of from the front he doesn't show his legs or, or a lot i see a lot of i saw two pics that came out but of course they didn't really come out because they were freaking blurry right 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 so um that could mean that he just doesn't want to show it or it could mean you know we've seen bodybuilders that didn't show their legs because they didn't the legs weren't improved but i believe that andrew jack is a special bodybuilder and I, I think, think I think, good. I think that's Mr. Olympia in a couple of years, personally. And I think that is a dominant Mr. Olympia in a couple of years. I think is that is the guy who can be the eight, seven, eight, nine, ten time Mr. Olympia, personally. Because uh, my, my thing, my thing with Andrew Jack is from the front, hands down winner. Right. From the back, like you said, you just gotta see. Yeah, I mean, he did right from the back is where it is where his. You know he's exposed, um, but he's only exposed at the at the Olympia. You put him in a regular show, and he still dominates. So you put him in. He made the right move. He put himself in the position where Psycho Lewis is training him, 
And you know he has the experience. He trained Sean Roden. He trained Dexter Jackson. He trained under uh, Charles Glass. And Chris Aceto, you, you know, his name speaks for himself. You don't even have right. to, you know, you don't have to say anything else after that. And from from watching that interview on RX Muscle with Aceto and Psycho Lewis, they're both saying that he's putting in the work and he's not backing down and he's taking the punishment. He wants to win. So if he has that drive, which it seems like, and he has this, any any special, dude, he's gonna be a problem for everybody, for everybody. But like, but like you said, we all have to see. We yeah. we've seen many guys, and you know what I'm talking. We've seen many Absolutely. guys leading up to a show. Phenomenal. Right. As soon as that time of the show comes up, you're like, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think this Arnold, there was. I think this Arnold's going to be extremely competitive because I think a lot of guys have something to prove. So I think Big Ramy has something to prove. I think um, Andrew Jack has something to prove because I don't. I think he hears those. No, you have to be. You have to be deaf not to hear the critiques on your back and hamstrings and glutes and whatnot, right? And I, I think, uh, I think uh, Kamal's got something to prove because he really wanted that two twelve Olympia. Um, Sean Clarita really threw himself in the deep end. He's going to have to dig down deep and and really uh, work hard to get. Not that he doesn't work hard, but all I'm saying is I think this Arnold is going to be extremely competitive. And Bonac has something to prove big time. Bonac right. really shit the bed at the Olympia. And I don't think that's the real Bonac. You know, when you saw the Bonac at last year's Arnold and last year's Boston Pro, um, he he dominated, yeah. man. He dominated, you know. So and like I said, like with all that said, you got you got to see. We got at least I mean a lot of people are gonna say this is Nick Show's show to lose. Right. Basically, everybody's got Nick is the winner. I mean, yes, yeah. he's tighter, he's smaller. Okay. We all know that. Yeah. You're gonna have a lot of people coming after him. Yeah, there's like no said, question. You got Samson who's looking good. Corita's looking good. You know what I'm saying? We see them. Yeah. You got Andrew Jackson's gonna be looking good. Apparently, Ramby's dents are gone. Don't ask me how, but yeah. Right. I don't know how, but like I said, we will see. Maybe it's the yeah. stem the stem cell he's doing. Who knows? Yeah. And what's his name? Kit went on uh the Olymp- Olympia TV. Chad Nichols went on Olympia TV <laughs> and he was basically saying that um what what went wrong? What Ramy's prep for the Olympia saying that he was constipated for days on end and he couldn't he couldn't poop, uh, that he was extremely nervous because of that. Um, that um, there was one other problem too that he mentioned that I don't remember. So it all could very well be true, but again, we'll see. Because if he's the Ramy from last year, then nobody wins, <laughs> right? You know, but but we'll see what happens. You know, we'll we'll see. I mean, and, and, it's ne- and it's next week. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no question. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see exactly what happens, but I think this is going to be a tremendous honor class. And I think it's going to be a really competitive, I mean, in, my, in the back of my head, I think there might be a couple of guys that would come out of shape. And of course I think the guys that normally don't come in hundred percent like a Justin Rodriguez or a, uh, Akeem Williams, um, but again, you still never know, right? Uh, I'm just I'm just guessing from that past, from that past. But you still never know. Uh, and I think what's his name is going to be in shape. I just don't think he's got the size to hang with these guys. Who, which is Patrick, Patrick Moore. Patrick, yeah, well, exactly. Because um, he looks like he's always in shape. I just don't think he has the size to hang with guys like Nick and Andrew and and Samson. These are big dudes, dude. Big dudes. You know? Did you see when An- Andrew standing on stage? 
next to Nick and I forgot Powers who was uh, just huge, huge human being, just a huge person, you know, and he's got that perfect X frame and the problems that he has could be fixed. And we've seen hamstrings be fixed and we've seen, we've seen the back get better and so on and so forth. You know, if he, if he was weak from the front where his quads were weak, you'd be like, you know, that's always been right. a, a serious problem, but his problems, like, you know, we've seen branch brick pick up his, bring up his back. We've seen, King Kamali in his prime brought up his hamstrings where he had probably the best hamstrings of that period, you know? So we've seen those problems being resolved. And if he has the drive and he certainly has the people in his corner, he could do it. He could do it. You know, I love this new crop of guys. I'm the only one saying it. This is the new golden era. There is so much talent across the board. There's so much talent in the open in 212 in classic. There's so much talent that this is the, this is the new, like, Anything can happen, right? You're right about Any, that. Anything can happen. And, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Samson wins. I wouldn't be surprised if Andrew wins. I wouldn't be surprised if Clarita wins. If they, if somebody, if, if Nick, Nick has never fucked up. If Nick comes, comes, misses the mark. This one time, Clarita could beat him because Clarita never misses the yep. mark, right? And we, we've never seen Nick miss the mark either. But, you know, he's only done. Well, how many pro shows? Three, four. I mean, I know we won the Arnold and came in third at the Olympia, which is phenomenal. But right, you never so know. Like, like he's won. I think he's won New York. Yeah, he won New York. He the won Arnold. the Arnold. That was the same year too. Yeah. So that was twenty twenty one, and that was it. And then he went straight to the Olympia. Yeah, and he came in he, third. His first show was the Chicago Pro, and that right, he came like- in. He came in fifth. Right, right, right. He came in fifth at the Olympia that year, where that he won the Arnold. And that's right. He was qualified. Yeah. yeah. And his first show was the Chicago Pro, which he didn't do. He did decent at. Right. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I think like fourth or sixth. Yeah. He like broke that. the top five, but that's when he soon. That's when he turned pro. Like he's turned pro like a month before, two weeks before or something. Yeah. Like that. So yeah, it's like but, okay, whatever. But yeah. now, like I said, it's it's going to be. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Bodybuilding exciting again, to, man. I, wish I was there to see it, but unfortunately, I'm not. Yeah. But, well, course, yeah. but I, I do, I make a reservation to the Olympia. I can't, I want to see that. Yeah. Bodybuilding is exciting again, man. You know, during about, you know, you know, where, where you had the Brandon Curry, uh, Brandon Curry, um, big Ramy a couple of years, it was on a little bit of a downslope. Uh, and then, um, now these new guys coming up, man, it's fucking great again. But that's that's bodybuilding in general. It always there's always great talent, and it's like, eh, and talent, eh, right? You know, like the period of between Ronnie and Phil when Jay would Jay and Dexter were battling out. The talent was good. It was the, what was up there was good. So you had Jay who was obviously great. Dexter was obviously great. Victor was obviously great. Branch was obviously great. But then that was that was kind of it. Then you kind of got average after that. But then the next generation was Kai and Phil and, and Dennis Wolf. And you still had Dexter in, in, the, in the end. And you had Sean Roden and Cedric. And it was like, holy shit. Right. <clears throat> and then you had a little bit of a drip. And then now it's back up there with great talent. So it's exciting to watch now, man. It really is. I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Like said, we, got, we got a lot of stuff going on. And uh, I know with all the vitamin stuff that's coming up, uh, we do have. Nick and the uh, HD crew is coming to Aries Nutrition on March 18th. That guy's a great guy. Uh Patrick. Oh, yeah. I saw I had him, a, I saw him at, the, at the um 
when I saw you actually when I was coming from. Oh, oh, right. The 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 gym when they had uh Clarita there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I had him on my show and I interviewed him, and he's a great dude, man. He knows a lot about the supplement industry and the products itself. He's you know, he's a tremendous guy. And I could yeah, I could text him right now and say, you know, what what product can I should I order? What product should I pick up? I mean, he'll tell me right away, you know. He's great, really is a good dude. It's not like he was selling you on some crap. He's selling you some real shit. No, absolutely. He 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 knows what he he knows what he's doing. Absolutely. But there was one of the questions I asked him was, this is now I use Orange's pre workout, but one of the at the time I wasn't using Orange's pre workout, and I asked him about the three pre workouts I was using at the time, and one was C four, the other one was the oh god I forgot the one I was uh, the one that uh, BSX or I don't remember. And the then the, explode? No, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't NO explode. It was, damn it. What was, oh, it was a GAT, was the, the GAT one? Yeah, it was the GAT one. It was the GAT one, which was, I forget, right? And then yeah. like, and then like, like hide. And I was like, which one do you like the best out of all three? He goes, none. <laughs> but then he explained to me why those products are not as quality as the rest. And it made sense. You know, it made complete sense. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's, you know, but he was a good dude, man. So yeah, I would, I would if I have, if I'm not working, I'll definitely go to that. Saturdays are rough because 80% of the time I work on Saturdays. So I'm hoping the Saturday that I will not be working and uh, then I can come to your plunge. Why don't you give that a plug? Cause that's coming up this week. Yeah, everybody. I've been looking at the weather. I'm getting ready to get my beach gear on. So I'll get my shorts out. Uh, it's going to be loud and proud. So I got nice loud blue shorts. Uh, that I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're blue, but I'll, I gotta get them. And I'm wearing a beach hat. It's gonna be loud, like a lot, like a high yellow, so you can't miss me. You know, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like a bucket hat. You know, but you go out fishing, one of those bucket hats. I'm wearing that. I'm going out. I got my slides with me, just ready to go. Yeah. And I'm just gonna have fun out there. Um, you know, we raised over five hundred dollars for my plunge. Of course, my job decides to wants to do it, and I said, I'm not going with you. I raised my yeah. own damn money, so unfortunately, can't raise me on that one. But right. I'm just, you know, I'm proud to do this because my next event I, that I'm going to either I'm going to try to assemble a team or join a team. I'm aiming for the fire truck pull in. April. Yes, you told me about that. Yeah, but like you said, can't wait. But like said we're going to be at Seesaw Heights this Saturday coming up. They want us to start plunging at 1 p.m. They want me to report between nine and, of course, probably 12, something like that. I'm going to get there eh, probably like 11, make sure, you know, get all my, you know, fan stuff that I need to get, whatever I need. They sent me an email, actually, like, what's what I have to do for my day. Right. I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to drink a half of this of my concoction to keep me warm. Is it supposed and to the, snow this weekend, too? It might. It, I know I saw it. <laughs> so like, I know it. I know it said. I know it said 30, so I think it's like we 36 degrees outside, which means the water's gonna be wherever it is. Yeah. yeah. Cold as fuck. Yes, it is gonna be cold as fuck. And I mean, like I said, I'm doing it for charity, gonna have fun with it. And that's all it's about. It's about having yeah. fun. If so, you do if you do the fireman truck pull and you put together a team and it's in April, count me in because that's enough time to me to let work on know that I can't work on a Saturday. And that's a Saturday too. So yeah. Yeah. So that's in, but that's in Ewing, which is like, you know, West they call it West Trenton. I go, there's a West Trenton now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So if you're putting together a team, you know, count me in because I can I could definitely um 
I could definitely, what do you call it? Give notice at work that I can't work on that particular Saturday. That's plenty enough time. And, and I could do it with you. Awesome. But like you said, yeah. I'm going to go, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to some of my old mates who we did the polls together before. Okay. We're trying to work something out. So if we do form a team or I form a team, we're going to Well, let me know. Team. Yeah. Let me know. Definitely. But like you said, it's going to be this Saturday, Seesaw Heights. We're going to be at the beach. It's going to be cold. It's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. With me and the other lunatics out there, we're going to jump in the water. <laughs> and I've seen some of the videos and people, and as I know a few people who are doing it with with me as well. So I was like, that's kind of cool. And we're just going to go in there and have a ball. And like I said, we're going to raise some. We raised a lot of money. I saw some of the people good. raise a good amount of money. Good man, that's great. That's good to hear, man. Really, so that's great to hear. I'm just happy just to be part of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so it's uh, this Saturday coming, which is the 25th. Yes, at Seaside Heights. At Seaside Heights, what time? So plungers start at 1 o'clock. Okay, 1 o'clock. So we're starting to plunge. They want us to be at the beach at 1245, like literally, because they have this map. And they show us, like, okay, you register here. We want you here. The viewers here. Oh, God. Oh yeah, yeah. They got it like a whole all yeah, they got it all organized. Okay. Like they got it, you know, Wawa's giving us hot coffee. I, mean, I hope they give us coffee. Like, Wawa's coffee. <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm so. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I said I'm gonna need it because I'm gonna be revved up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Wherever I'm on, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Might be tequila, it might be Jack. Anybody do something? Yeah, yeah. Someone's gonna keep me warm. Yeah. And once I get out, someone's gonna keep me warm too. Yeah. Um got, I'm just getting everything ready because I'm just so psyched. You got and then right after that. We getting ready for the we getting ready for the Arnold. So I'm like, That's okay, right. I got this. After this, I get the week later. I'm like, okay, because I know a lot of people are, are flying out that Sunday. They're already yeah. going out there. Yeah, I know yeah, Karita's yeah, yeah. going out there Sunday. Uh, I think majority of people are flying out that are flying out that week. Good. Well, I mean, it's you, you, it's the best thing you could do because you want to get acclimated. You want if you, if you hold some water in the plane, you want to have time to be able to get rid of it. So on and so forth. You don't. You never want to show up the day before or the day of. Yeah, you know, Reed was already saying that. I think he posted a video last heavy uh, leg day. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, we already know what that means. He's getting ready. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see him against the big boys. It's going to be interesting. Ian, once again, I appreciate you, man. Much respect, much love, as always. Anytime, brother. Anytime. And uh, we will definitely talk probably tomorrow because we talk almost every day. Yep. And um, we also, after the Arnold, we have to get a workout in together and do what we did that last time when we, when we uh, videoed it. Yes. Anytime, man. Listen, I'm always down for a workout. You know me. I'm like, yo. Yeah. One thing is, after Karina State, I'm coming out. I did leg day. Who do I see? This handsome man right here. <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm ripping down the steps. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I did leg day. You're like, what's up? I'm like, like, oh yeah, have, yeah, yeah. You, you know when it's bad. I still have my slides on from the sauna. Oh God, right. right I need to right, change. Right. I said, let me go. I went from sauna, put my jacket on, sneakers in the bag. It was like I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Until uh, next time. But I'll talk to you soon. Definitely, man. Talk to you soon. Later, brother. Later.